Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips that they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. On today's episode, we have Nicole Reisdyke of Rise and Shine on Instagram. She owns a local gym. She's run a local smoothie bar. And we talk about transitioning into businesses that have already been established by the person before you. Um, We talk about running a business with two small, small children. And we also hear about how to create a hobby that you love and continue to pour into that so that you can turn around and pour it back into your business. We have a great conversation. I hope y'all enjoy it. If you would like to follow Nicole, which I know you will after this episode, after you hear what her favorite hobbies are, because she posts about them all the time, you can find her on Instagram at rise underscore in underscore shine. R-Y-S underscore N underscore S-H-I-N-E. We hope you enjoy the episode. On today's podcast, we have my friend, fellow business owner in my local town, Nicole Reisdyke, which it's really important to say her last name because she plays off of that name so well for her brand, which we'll talk about. Um, But we wanted to have Nicole on for lots of reasons. Um, She brings a lot into small business um, and mom life. And of course, we wanted to have her on, but also... Without knowing Nicole, I did a, well, Jenny and I get these Silk and Sonder uh, journals every month. Well, it's not a journal. It's like a planner. And every month has a theme. And the April theme was Radiant. And I actually texted this to Nicole. But it asked, like, when you think of Radiant, like, who do you think of? And in my mind, I thought of Nicole. And, like, that's such a good attribute for her because Nicole, like, no matter where she is, she just radiates, like, all of the things like goodness, positivity, light. She is the person you want to go to if you're in a major funk, um, just because she's so good at building you up and encouraging. And she's just such a positive addition, not only to the world, but to Liberty Hill. So Nicole, we're so glad you're on. Woo. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Whenever y'all came out with this podcast, it's just like, um, for one thing, it's just, for Christina to be able to do this, to add it to her toolbox. And then, you know, hearing about Jenny, like I, for one thing, I'm so happy to see y'all succeed in this. I mean, that's not a question about that, but, um, I'm so happy for y'all. I don't think I've ever actually told y'all that is how exciting it is that you're having another platform for other small business owners and women and moms and all that good stuff. So again, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So you can just like sense the positivity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so <laughs> excited you're here. <laughs> so we, Nicole ran for a long time, what, like three or four years? How long did you have Rise Above open? Um, It was technically about two and a half, but prior to, I was an employee, if you will, before. Okay. So I was in there for about four and a half, total four and a half in that location. Okay. Okay, so that actually helps even more because you've not only bought someone's business once, but you've bought a someone's business twice. So you have some really good expertise 
um, there. So that's one of the play on words with Nicole Reisdyke was she had a smoothie bar called Rise Above Nutrition. Um, she also, we're going to talk about this, but she's now a fitness trainer and owns a gym. And so she uses like rise and grind a lot. And then rise and shine. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, when she's perfect. in her positivity light, it's rise and shine. So she does such a good job playing on that. But okay, so you've bought over a business to Weiss. So uh-huh. we would like, you know, there's people out there that might be looking for someone to buy their business or someone who's like, I really want to start a business, but I'm not creative. I don't have this outlet. I want to buy someone else's. Walk us through like what that looked like, uh, what what that meant as an owner and how, I don't know, I guess you could say like, what were the steps of that and how have you had to change it to fit you? So <laughs> uh, I'm going to kind of give a little bit of a backstory on it so people can kind of understand versus just coming in and be like, hey, I'm going to take over ownership type of thing. So um, I started out, uh, we moved out to Liberty Hill and needless to say, didn't know anybody in the the small town at the time. Um, and I got, uh, after I had my first born Stetson. He's five now, but so six months, basically I got, uh, involved in a fitness group called fit for mom in the community. And so, um, my personality for one thing cannot be, I thought, you know, stay at home mom, we decided to do all that. But as the weeks got on and the month came on, I was like, my personality cannot be cooped up in this house. I need to do something, you know, coming in from a clinical type setting, you know, I got to do something with my personality. So needless to say, the smoothie bar was open downtown Liberty Hill. And at the time it was called Austin Nutrition. Well, whenever I saw them open it up, I knew the owner um, of Austin Nutrition because he also had another one in Cedar Park. So I went in there one day and I talked to him and he's kind of an older gentleman and uh, got to talking while he was saying, well, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm actually right now a, um, here's a fun word for everybody to gain for all you stay at home moms. Um, I told him I was a domestic engineer. Okay. You're not a stay at home mom. You do everything but stay at home. So I told him I was a domestic engineer and you know, my son's with me. He's like, well, he's like, do you, you know, I'm looking for somebody in here just to kind of do part-time work. And, and I was like, well, he's with me. He's like, well, I wouldn't want him without you. So technically Stetson got hired first before I did. Um, so Stetson was with me starting at six months. He came to work with me. I worked probably two to three days out of the week, um, in the smoothie bar. And so being connected into that fit for mom group, and then being in um, the storefront at Austin Nutrition, you know, you gradually over time, you start building the rapport with people, you're networking, you're getting, you know, I'm in the community kind of group or whatever. So uh, that's kind of how it started as me getting into the smoothie side of it. Um, and then as it kind of passed over, I kind of faded away just from the Fit for Mom group, um, just because Stetson was kind of getting a little older, blah, blah, blah passing on some details. And so I started working out at Flock Fitness. Okay. And then that's going to tie it into later. So Stetson was about 18 months at that time. So I started doing spin and uh, working out there. So then that's another part of the community that I started getting submerged to. So another outlet. So then more people. So once, you know, they, oh, she works at the smoothie bar. Let's go see Nicole, you know. So again, there's that little spark of networking, getting submitted, submerged into the community. And so, um, once that started, whenever the older gentleman, he started realizing and kind of seeing like my connection, my fun personality, my spark, my spunk and all that stuff. He was like, he put it in me 
because again, my background is not in business. I don't have a degree in business. I don't have anything to do with finances. I don't know nothing about that. So I started from ground up as far as taking over ownership whenever we get to that point. So he was like, you should look into taking this over. You should look into taking this over, you know? And I was like, me, eh, I don't have anything to do with business. I don't know how to run it. I just like being everybody's kitchen washer and serving up drinks and uh, energy teas and <laughs> smoothies, you know? So time passes on and basically, long story short, I get into the opportunity of, you know, the seed planted in me and it bloomed and it was time for me to take over the shop. And that was in the year of 20... I just got off, actually, before I called y'all, I got off the phone with the comptroller's office in 2019 and reminding was the year that I opened up my LLC. <laughs> so 2019 really is whenever everything kind of took place um, of taking over ownership. So fast forwarding that. Now, whenever it came time for ownership was, um, you know, we were in Liberty Hill, but the, the uh, smoothie shop was called Austin Nutrition. So I wanted to change it and I wanted to kind of rebrand it, kind of reopen it, you know, and understand it. And then we painted it. We did all kind of uplift to it. And for when I was like, well, we're not in Austin and I don't want to get that confused. So I've always loved, you know, my last name, Rise Dyke. Thank you, Christina, for pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> and uh, that's where it turned into Rise Above. So like Christina said, I got to play off those words or play off my last name, rise and grind, rise and shine, you know, rise above. So the smoothie transfer, uh, transformed into rise above nutrition. So that's where it all started as far as taking over ownership. So it was basically in that point, it was the older owner just kind of seeing something in me. And I had rapport with the customers. I was being very involved in the community. So basically helped the business grow because that was fairly a new business. I mean, they were only open probably for six months before I came in and started, you know, working and helping out as well. So that's kind of how it all started with the taking over ownership was at that, at that spot. So I'm 0% surprised that he saw something in you and he's like, Oh, you're so good with people. You need to come in. Um, and I, I, I talk Enneagram all the time with Nicole. So I feel like I can say that she's an Enneagram seven. And so I'm also 0% surprised that staying at home with your baby was like not an option. <laughs> like I nope. need adventure. I need something new. I need I people. Need, Give like, me people. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to take him with me. So I love how that worked out. And I didn't meet Nicole till the pretty much the tail end of all of this, because it's been maybe a I really got to know you within the last year and a half yeah. um, where I, I met her because people were so like, we joked that her smoothie bar was like the, um, what's that show? Cheers. Where everybody knows where, your name. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Where everybody knows your name. Cause you would walk in and you'd go for a smoothie and then sit there for like two hours because everyone who was there, you were like catching up on life. And it was a hen um, party is what we called each it. Other. Totally a hen party. <laughs> It was, it yep. was. And you, you do such a good job at like building community. And I love, you said, this is something that everybody can take away too. Even if you don't have a local business, I love that you said, build your marketing into your local community. Like you use those people that can get to know you and get to know what your business does and have them spread the word like about you and and your business. Yep, yep. And I like that you said the part about the seed bloomed and then later all this happened. Cause I think we can get caught up in like 
We need to know all our business plans right now. Cause it sounds like you didn't like seek out to nope, nope, buy nope. a smoothie business. <laughs> nope. Like, and it wasn't e- even like weeks. It was, was it like a few couple of years, right? That yeah. you worked before you. Yeah. So I think that's really important. I mean, even for myself to remember, like, we don't have, have to have all the answers or decisions of where we want our business to go or our business dreams because I mean all these seeds are being planted and you just like follow which you, one blooms. Yeah. yeah so I you, love that. You water them as you go, but at the same time it's like I wanted that to make it very clear like it was a passion. I loved doing it. I loved the people. I loved you know what it was. And so it just like it didn't seem like work for me on the backside paying the bills, yes. But for I mean to make everybody feel a bit better too. Like I missed my first electricity bill the first year. I mean the first month of taking it over, and then on part of that, like the sales taxes. Like it was one of those things. I don't have a degree. I didn't you know like try to get all these you know credentials before I just took over. I'm like I'm going into this. I want it. You know this is this is what I love to do. I'm in a position where I can actually have my son still with me. You know as as part of that. So. Yeah. And you can just figure everything out as you go. I, that is, that mm-hmm. is a really good tip. <laughs> and you, while you owned Rise Above, you, you had Stetson, but then you also got pregnant and had a second baby, Brindle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I, these are the greatest names, a- by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I think I came along, you were like freshly pregnant with Brindle. So I guess she's like, what a year she's, she'll be two, two in July. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's when I came along and I got to see like, as you had her, like she just came to work with you. Like you had a pack and play set up. Um, people would hold her like all of the time. Both of my babies, whenever they were like, it's so funny because it's like they're bar ants is what I call them. Like they have, you know, they came with me and everybody, as soon as like, if I get slammed, people are taking my babies off my hips. They're like, let me hold that baby. You know, they'll fight over it. Or as soon as they come in the door, they're after the babies. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm over here. You know, just I'll get with you whenever you're ready. You want your smoothie. <laughs> you're done with my baby. <laughs> so anyway, so that was, that's just the fun part about it too. Is just because, um, you know, they're there, but I remember, I remember Molly, uh, one of our friends too. She, she I just recently met her too. And I mean, again, here it comes with my personality. I wasn't even probably six weeks, like maternity leave, quote unquote, if you will. I wasn't even six weeks. I was like probably three or four weeks and I was back in my business, back behind it. I mean, I had Brindle baby baby up there and she's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be on maternity leave. I was like, I just can't stay in the house. I've got to get out. I've got to <laughs> see people. So, and COVID was happening. I had her in the middle of COVID. So that was another thing that was like, you know, with my personality and COVID and just, you, then it's the whole other side of the business. It's like, you want to make sure everything's going well with what was happening at the world mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. I, I've talked about that on the podcast too, where uh, owning a business through COVID was extremely hard for a lot of reasons. In fact, a lot of times I was like, I don't want to own a business right now. But I'm at dead. the same time, looking back, yeah, yeah, every day. Uh, but it, looking back, I have a personality like yours that needs people so badly that I think that it saved me a lot of times too, having that outlet to have people around me, even during times where people were working from home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you owned Rise Above, did that for for a while, um, built your community up. 
established yourself, and then another opportunity comes along. Tell us about that. Okay, so chapter two. <laughs> um, with so going back, and that's why I wanted to kind of give the backbone with Flock Fitness because again, I didn't come in with so Flock Fitness is the one right now in ownership that I just didn't come in and be like, I'm going to buy this business, you know, driving down highway 21, highway 29. There it is. So again, back backtracking, I started working out at flock fitness. Um, and I've been there probably for about four years now, give or take. And so I was a spin instructor. First I was an athlete and then I got picked. They were like, have you ever seen yourself up on the podium to teach spin class? I was like, never. They were like, okay, well now (laughs) you're going to be. So that's how I got picked basically to be a spin instructor. And then I was a coaching, then um, got into, you know, the fitness side of it. And so 2020, what year are we in? 22. So 2021. So with Flock Fitness, you know, as this town's growing, as this town is booming, you know, new things are coming in. There was a new gym that was opening up, you know, and I remember going in and speaking with Miranda, um, owner at the time and talking with her and just, you know, I wanted to have a sit down conversation with her as an instructor in her gym and just, you know, talk to her with, you know, women in faith, women in business, you know, as an instructor, friend to friend, just, you know, fill her out and see how she's doing. How are things going? You know, cause you, you get the vibe in your own business that, you know, you have your ups and downs, you have your seasons, you have different things, you know, we're coming off of COVID. So, you know, you had those people that kind of dropped off because they're at their own home gyms or they don't have to get up. So, you know, it's one of those things like the gyms, of course they took a hit, you know, during COVID. And so I remember talking with her and just, you know, having that good conversation. And that was probably, I would say about September of 2021 or so. And, um, anyways, so we got, we got done talking and I came home and I talked to my husband and I was like, you know, I said, I just feel like something in my gut, in my heart. I was like, I just, I just know that if something ever happened to flop fitness, I would just love to take it over. I would love to just, you know, own And Honestly, another backstory is my passion has always been to own a fitness facility of some sort. I've said it, And I said it five years ago, needless to say, I was in an interview with Gold's Gym. I wanted to do personal training. And he asked me what was my five-year goal at that time. So I just graduated college. And I said, I would love to own a fitness facility. And he told me, he said, someone like you would never make it in this industry. You would fail is what he told me. So of course I like run out of there like crying because this guy like said I wasn't good enough basically. And I'm not, yep, yep, yep. Christina said, (laughs) Christina kind of flipped some birds. Y'all can't see, but anyways, (laughs) and it's, you know, so backtracking, that was, that was like my ultimate goal, you know? And so tell my husband that. So fast forward after I had that conversation with Miranda, my husband, two weeks later, and I never told Miranda that I wanted to take it over or mention to her in the years of knowing her that I would love to own a fitness facility. She sent me a text message two weeks later and saying, Hey, what would the chances be of you taking over ownership or having the opportunity to take over flock fitness? And my heart just like sank and I screenshotted it and sent it to my husband and he's like, get after it. Like, and it brings me back to it. It kind of brings me chills, you know, because again, it's like, it takes you back to, it's like, just, as I'm going to get a little inspirational here, it's just like, just because somebody had, you know, something to say about you, you know, and you can't let that one thing just deter you or just, you know, beat you down to the point to you give up on your dreams. So anyways, so that's fast forwarding. So taking over ownership. And at that time, 
my lease was actually getting ready to end in November of 2021. And so really and truly like the stars aligned, God's path was, you know, all set in place. My, my lease was going to end at the smoothie bar and I took it here. I am now. So we finished out December, you know, I took kind of the month off and I started 2022 of January 1st was officially the ownership of taking over on flock fitness. So here I am today. (laughs) Okay. So, so um, I love that story. I knew some of it, but I didn't know about that. About which part? Stupid guy. (laughs) Yeah. And that's Jim. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, so that was, so I, you know, he's asked the five year goal and it's like, how, you know, how dumb are you to sit here and tell somebody that they're not, you know, in five years, it's like, you don't know the future. Like, who are you to tell, you know, or whatever. So anyways, but it, it planned out to be six to seven years, really and truly, if you put it to paper, six or seven years, I am now where I wanted to say I wanted to be in five years is to own a fitness facility of some sort. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's really cool. Now. Okay. So you have built up this community um, you're the, the go-to place in town for people to connect. And now you announce, you know, everything's happening in the background that you just said, and nobody, nobody knows all of those like stars that aligned. Um, and you announce that you're taking over ownership of the gym. What happens then? Boom. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so it was definitely rise above is my baby has always been my baby will always. And I still use it till this day. And so when you build up a community a friendship, the networking, and all of a sudden, when you have a routine in your schedule and you have people that come in every single day that again, you know, them by their flavor and by them, their name of what they get. When you put a kink in that hose, or when you put a wrench in their walk, in their path, it's the uncertainty, uncertainty, and then the the change that everybody just gets this, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And to pause for a second, sorry people, if I sound really nasally, I have Texas allergies, it just got me, so I don't really, <laughs> I don't really sound nasally. But anyways, so the, the, the change, the uncertainty, it was a big, like, it, it affected a lot of people in ways that like, it kind of surprised me and kind of shocked me in the sense because it, you can take it as a compliment, if you will, you shouldn't necessarily take it personal because it was like, you were such a big part of their everyday routine. And for some, you know, Christina, for some, it was like that bar, even if it's before hours, it doesn't have to have a margarita sitting on that bar, but those bar stools and that bar for people to come in and fill that like, that peace, that energy, that safe place to where they can come in and unload and talk. I mean, there was one day I remember, and I was like, I just had a lot of people just come in and unload on me. And I took it and I was like, I feel so grateful the fact that they trust me with this. But at the same time, I was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy that this position of me just serving smoothies had something to do with else that played at that bar. You know, so when that got taken away for Mm -hmm. some of these people, that spot of, you know, come join, hang out, you know, stay for more than just, you know, dine and dash type thing or whatever. But it, it did, it made a big difference for that. So I feel like that was, that was a huge kind of shocker with the transition over from what I was doing to now currently as, you know, as a gym owner. 
So I'm very inspired um, because I am such a people pleaser, which I'm, I think counseling is helping a bit, a bit, but like what kept you going in the direction you knew you should go when you have lots of people really sad and, you know, dreading that uncertainty that you're talking about. That was very hard too, because I, I remember there was some times that I just kind of like broke down because I think at that time too, you get, you start to get that chatter because then at the same time, it's like people then it's like they, and that's, and, that, and this isn't coming across in a bad way, but it's like, I think people care so much for you. It's like, they don't want you to make the wrong mistake, but at the same time, and their intentions are not to hurt mm-hmm. you, but it's more so of, they just, mm-hmm. It's yes, it's you don't want to get into the people pleasing, but you don't want to let their words stop you from, you know, pursuing your dream. So I think it was it was a challenge. It was a challenge. But at the same time, it's like I know how everything lined up. I know what my passion is and I stay true to what I really wanted to do. I think that's where it is as I got down to the root and I looked at it from a different perspective of saying, this is a compliment really when it comes down to it. They're not really bashing at me or being mean to me or doing anything to intentionally hurt me or my family of changing over, which nothing was bad. I don't want to make it out to this was like, you know, people were trying to threaten me or whatever. I'm not making out to that. It's just, you know, again, that uncertainty hit them and they're just like, what am I going to do? I don't, I don't have my tea. I don't have my smoothie, you know, or whatever. So Mm -hmm. whenever that change came, I just made sure that I, I think it's a, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to add to what you're saying of like, it's just such a good reminder to us as business owners, like, we're so big at helping our customers know we're humans, but at the same time, like they're humans. And so, you know, we all have egos. And even though like, I care about you, I'm still like, ultimately, like, how does this affect me? And then it just comes out in odd ways. And so like, they're showing their love for like Nicole and what she has created and, but still like, but where am I going to get my (laughs) smoothie? So it helps me to remember, like, as much as I'm trying to show my customers that I'm human, I have to like, remember they're human too. And so, cause I'm also a people pleaser and I need to like detach from opinion sometimes because not, not Mm. everybody's gonna like get it or know the passion or like the stars aligning or God's plan the way that you know yeah. it for yourself. Yeah. It, so, it, but, I, but that's it hard. It is. It's, it's, hard. it is. It's very hard. And you know, you have to look at it as this is a business. This is finances. This is the way of living, you know, and not everybody's a business owner. So not everybody understands that, that, you know, they're not going to pay my bills. They're just, you know, you've got to get across that mindset of, this is what I want to do, you know? And I think at the end of the day, that's where it came down is this is, this is what I wanted to do. This was my passion as much as it hurts, you know, and, and all that. I miss it every single day. I miss the hen parties. I miss the community. I miss, you know, all that stuff that I can't not deny that, but it's just, again, you have to stay true to who you are, what you want to become. Cause you only get one opportunity. And for me, I'm so grateful, thankful. I'm so, I still shocked the fact that I, got the opportunity and everything pinned out and played out the way that it is. And the, the, with the lease up with the, the takeover, like you don't get that. And, and on top of that, to not open up a business from the ground up, it was, it's already established. All I basically had to do was pack my bags and move in. I don't have to hire any employees. I didn't have to build any, you know, or buy any equipment. It was established. And that same thing with my first business, like everything was already built. It's not, 
something that you come across every single day. So it's like that opportunity can, couldn't be denied, you know, at the same time. And Nicole, you've done such a good job. And I, I talked to some friends about this before you opened the gym, but you've done such a good job. Uh, yes, there was a physical smoothie bar, but you did such a good job building your personal brand. Um, and I know that uh, sometimes can sound funny, but like you built a brand around Nicole, like Nicole is these things. And that's why people wanted to come to the bar. And so you've, when we found out you were taking over the gym, I'm like, but Nicole's going to be running the gym. Like that same like <laughs> branded person, the the one that spreads light and positivity and is warm and inviting, like that's now going to be at the gym. So, and it's, it's been beautiful. I mean, what you're five months in now and like, it's yeah. really just rotated with you. Yeah. 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 That it, I will say the only thing that has, it seems seamless. The coaches are amazing just because I've been around these coaches since, you know, day one it's not, I mean, there's nothing that it's just paying bigger bills. It's just, you know, managing different money and, and higher costs and all this other stuff. And, you know, with your taxes and, you know, it's just upping my game. It's rising above rising <laughs> and grinding every single day to get up to the next level because it is, it's a bigger square footage. You have more employees I got to pay. You're, you know, you're dealing with more people. And then at the same time too, it's like, a gym is something that you just don't pick up and just go do, you know, mm -hmm. it's not just, you have to be motivated to get into the gym. Like that's mm -hmm. another ground that I'm trying to figure out as far as, cause I've got to make sure that I have, you know, money every single month that's coming in. That's an auto that, you know, is going to pay because people, they quit. I, I don't want to say quit. They discontinue because life happenings, you know, as far as like, I just can't get to the gym and it's not cost worthy. So, you know, you have that type of stuff. So it's a whole nother game field that I'm trying to learn the skills to play on as far as keeping, you know, that flow coming. So mm -hmm. there's a lot that's still learning. And so far in the five months, it's been doing well. I have had ups and downs already, you know, it, it yeah. has not been perfect at all, but I would say about 80, 80% 80 of it has definitely felt seamless as far as the transition over. So another reason why I wanted to have you on, um, one, because you all that we just talked about, um, and you're a powerhouse in that, but also like something I admire about you. And again, I don't know if it's the Enneagram seven and you like, I always, I need to have fun. <laughs> I need to have fun. Um, but you are so good at setting aside time for yourself. Um, meaning I know you have hobbies, which I would love for you to share people your hobbies, but you like do them and you do them consistently. And like, tell us one, what they are, how you do that, but then what are some boundaries you've put up that make sure that you do that for yourself? I will say right out of the gates, being a woman, I'm probably not your average woman as far as self-care and where this is going to go whenever Christina said self-care. So I am a big out, <laughs> I'm a big outdoors person, one with the nature. I've always kind of been that way. I'm a sports girl. So one of my biggest hobbies uh, is hunting and fishing. And so I'm very grateful that I married a, uh, same type person as loving the outdoors and, um, hunting and fishing as much as I do. And so, um, on top of this two babies, we have five dogs. So that as well is, you know, one of my other type things that I love to do is hang out with my dogs and we hunt with them as well. So yes, we, we hunt a lot at the coast. Um, and we also travel different States to hunt. We go duck hunting, we go geese hunting. Um, I do deer hunting with my bow. Um, and then we're also big, uh, saltwater, 
uh, anglers. So me and my husband, we get involved in a lot of tournaments, fishing tournaments down, typically kind of like Rockport area. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're constantly in the water. We're getting our vitamin C, <laughs> if you will. So um, that's been something that my husband owns an automotive shop in Cedar Park. So we're both business owners. So between us, we have really, and it's really in the past like two years, we've made it a big priority to make sure that we are investing in our personal life. Because I feel like that's what is the backbone to your business is if you can give yourself a hundred, 110%, if you will, to make sure that you're always present, you're always there. But at the same time, in order to do that, you have to fill your personal cup to fill their cup. So having that opportunity and knowing the fact that, you know, you only get one life. And if you're so caught up in your work and you forget to live that life, next thing you know, you're going to look up and it's like, what did I do with my life? You know? And so having that chance and, you know, we're very grateful to be able to keep an RV down there at the coast and then, you know, to have a boat to go down there. So it's, it's, it does make it easy to pick up and go, but at the same time, you know, we both keep each other accountable and, I haven't yet learned how to drive the bay where my husband can say, Hey, go fishing down there. But you know, I can drive down there and stay in my RV or we can pick up and we can go down there, um, and make that time. But that we can, I feel like both of us as a whole working together as a team, we can tell when one is kind of starting to get into that slump or work has been very stressful and we need that like me time or just that extraction to where we can kind of get away because that coast for us, it just like, it's three and a half hours away. So it's just, it's, it's close enough, but it's farther enough that we can just have that. All right. I just need a breather. I need to get away from, because it drains, even though I'm a bright personality at the same time too, it does. I do get to a point to where it drains my personality trying to, you know, make sure that I'm constantly present for these people, but I have to make sure I'm human and I have to be able to feel those feelings whenever I'm down in the slump. I have to be okay whenever I'm in a hole or not feeling my person. And I have to remember I am human, you know, even though every single time I strap a mic around my, you know, my face to teach in spin class to pour, you know, these inspirational words onto somebody who's riding a bike that goes nowhere, you know, I have to make sure that I'm doing that same for myself and not ignoring that fact, you know? So, um, and you're going to for sure want to go follow her Instagram after this because she gets she posts all of those things. And for people not in Texas listening, we obviously live on the Gulf Coast. Well, not, Austin is not on the Gulf Coast, but we live hours <laughs> away from driving to the coastline. So you're able to do that so often. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very, again, we're very grateful that we can keep an RV down there to just pick up and go, you know, but it's, again, one of those things is being a business owner, everybody just wants to see the bright side of things. Nobody wants to see behind the, behind the scenes of how hard we work, you know, the stuff that we have to pay for the people that we deal with, Mm -hmm. you know, to make sure we're paying employees, dealing with employees at the Mm -hmm. same time, like that you just scratch the surface when it's like, Oh, you're a business owner. But Mm -hmm. you know, I, it's that's so having with that and growing, I think as well too, when you grow bigger, you still have to remember that you need that me time. Everybody mm-hmm. needs that me time, you know, and having only 45, and I tell my, my athletes in spin class, like we only do a 45 minute ride, but one hour in a day is only 4% of your time. Like, think about it. If you only do a 45 minute class a day, that's less than 4% of your time. So if you only give yourself 
think about 4% to, you know, a hundred percent that you're trying to put into somebody else, but you only put in 4% of your time into you. Like that's a huge thing to look at as far as like a business owner. And to, to add on that too, is not to hold yourself to a standard of, you know, perfection, but the grace, but I've been saying this a lot. It's just, I just want 1%. That's all I want is just 1% better because that 1% over time is going to add up to that 100%. Next thing you know, it's going to be just this big, big victory. And that's that celebrating those little victories. Those 1%, if you just, if you're having a bad day and you haven't showered in two days or whatever, like getting up and just showering, like that's a small victory. That's that 1% that you need to grow. You know, and these people that come in here that, you know, spin or they lift weights or whatever, that's where I start to push in. It's like, just give yourself that 1%. If you went up or if you're stretching better, or if you're drinking more water, or if you're, you know, you had breakfast today or whatever it is, whatever that 1%, that's, that's where it goes into making sure like I get that me time. I want that hobby. I need to make sure that I'm focusing in on that. See, just like, she's just a natural inspirational speaker. <laughs> like, no, I love that. I'm going to think of that one person. So I was going to, as we wrap up, this is what I was going to ask you, and you kind of already did it on your own. But before we have you um, hang up, let us know if if someone is on the other side listening and they're just in a slump, like we've talked a lot about that today, just being in that, whether it be emotional, physical, financial, like whatever slump they're in, what is one thing, like if they were at your bar sitting across from you, what's one thing you would tell them um, just for their day that day before they left your bar? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I'm going back, I'm going back to my bar talks, but then I'm going back to, you know, cause I do this, I, I did this hand in hand. I did, you know, I was a spin instructor at the same time. I still am, but you know, talking bar talk and talking spin instructor, they play off of each other. And it's like, I always feel, and I, I personally too, I went through 2021, um, kind of like towards the end of COVID and then going into 2021, me and my husband both worked with a health coach. So that was another thing too, as far as a business owner, I think that has helped out as well as having that extra to fill into our cups is having somebody else help us out, you know, cause as business owners, we need to have that, that model or that mentor. And so, um, she having her in our toolbox and her teaching us stuff and tools and, and learning how to cope with certain things has helped out a lot. So one of the things that I have been keeping in my mind that I just feel like I finally get it, especially after everything that I've been through and so much in so little time. And I know age isn't a big thing, but I'm only 29 years old. I've, I feel like I've done a lot in the years of just, you know, being 29 years old. Um, my biggest takeaway from this would just remember that life, and I told this to Christina, life is always working out for you. Like you may not see the good right now. You may, it may be bad or you may see it good, but life is always working out for you. Things are going to have to fall in place or connect the dots or things are going to have to fade away and you may not see it now, but as a business owner, life is always working out for you. But it's a big thing that you take away from it is at the end of it, how are you going to view it? So like, for instance, like I'll give you a little uh, example is that, uh, when Christina told me, you're like, Hey, we're going to have to change it or whatever. My dad came in town and I don't get to see my dad a lot or had that one-on-one time. And so I was like, she was like, we're going to have to change it. Can we do wins? I was like, Oh, that's perfect. Like we were going to, we were going to go play golf nine. Uh, oh, golf is another hobby of mine, by the way. <laughs> so we're going to go, we're, we're going to go play nine holes. And I was like, dad, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to cut it short. Cause I've got to be back for a podcast. He's like, Oh, that's fine. That's fine. 
And so she texted me and she was like, Hey, let's move to Winston. I was like, Oh my gosh, perfect. We get to play 18 holes. We don't have to rush. We went out and we had lunch. So it's little things like that to where it's like, you have to understand like life is always working out for you. So, but I do want to, So I do want to add um, this because I think y'all would get a trip out of it that my health coach uh, set us up on. And I think, again, it's all about your mentality. It's all about how you perceive things and how you take things and even how you take the hard things. So I know people can't see this on video, but I'll show you girls. So it's the easy button. Y'all know the staple commercial? (laughs) So I have this thing. I have this thing by my keys, by the door, whenever when we're getting ready to leave. Anytime that we leave that door and I've got the kids, if I get up and it, it's been a horrible morning, you know, kids wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I'm feeling bad or whatever, I'm coming in, whatever it is, I set this up there and every single time I leave that door, that was easy. I, t- <laughs> I touch it because it was like, when you leave... <laughs> When you leave and you're in this mood, you hit it. And it's like, you know, you kind of chuckle and you kind of laugh. And it's like, you know what? That was easy. We did it. We're out. We got this going, you know? So it's all about how you perceive (laughs) things and how you change things. You may think I'm crazy, but then the kids get a hold of it. I'm totally buying an easy button. And they're, they're walking around, they're hitting it, and they're laughing too. So it brings a lot of laughter. So... I just, I had, I, I had this sitting here because I had to make sure whenever Christina was like, I've got to show her the easy button. Everybody needs an easy button in their life. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Oh, that's so well, great. Nicole, we, you, like, I hope Jenny can even see just from this 45 minutes with you that you just like really do just spread joy and radiate goodness. And I'm so glad you came on. You so do. Well, thank you. I, you were just the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, I enjoy it so much. and. I, it's just thinking about everything that I've been through, which it probably is a small percentage to some other people that are going through. It's like, we're all in this together. We all just to be kind, to stay humble, to respect each other, you know, and again, to rise and grind, to rise above, to rise and shine, you know, like you only get that one, that one chance, you know, and we're not promised tomorrow. And, and I just, that's my ultimate is I feel like I was on this planet to serve and to be a service. And I feel like, that is my ultimate going on top of, you know, being a business owner. And so I just, I strive for that every single day. So, awesome. but I can't take away from Christina cause Christina for sure. Jenny, I know you pull from Christina's bloodline, so I'm sure you're the exact same, but Christina <laughs> in, in return, Christina has been a huge light in my life ever since I met her. And it's funny because Jenny, I also get called a sister from Christina sometimes too, whenever we smile Aww. or we do stuff. So yeah, yeah so that. I feel like I'm kind of maybe separated at birth or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> I am, Absolutely. I'm so, so grateful for Christina. So thanks, Nicole. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye y'all. Have a great day. Bye, Bye Nicole. All right, Jen. So I hope you liked Nicole. Yes, she's great. (laughs) Um, When I told Jenny I wanted to have her on, like we kind of, when we pull people that only one of us knows, we have to like give them an overview of the person before we bring them on and like why we're having them on. And I hope she matched everything. Absolutely. She is just like a bundle of joy and inspiration. (laughs) You can see my notebook. I wrote so much. I would like, I'm not like drawn to working out, but I feel like I would totally do her classes. <laughs> yes, I actually she could texted inspire her. me to do it. Yeah, I texted her, you know, because y'all have listened to our podcast from a few weeks ago, like working out can be an addiction for me. And so I've actually texted her and been like, 
can you do like a special like eating disorder class where you don't push us too hard because we'll walk into that like eat, uh, that addiction era, but like also keep me moving because that's like a really, you know, with an addiction, you're just like, oh, stop whatever you're doing. You can't stop moving. That's what your body <laughs> needs exercise and movement. So I was, I've actually been talking to her about that because I was like, I would love to do that, but I'm, you know, more uh, hesitant. But yeah, she's, she is awesome. She, one of the things that I wrote down that she said, um, and was, and I, I can't remember if you said it or she said it, but we, we said, detach from opinions as you make major business plans. And that is so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's totally hard because you want everybody to because you have this passion and calling and like you've seen all the things work out and you just mm-hmm. want everyone to understand all that. But ultimately, like not everybody's going to see it from the same perspective. And that's OK. They, they are their opinion is their opinion. Uh-huh. And I think that if there, a lot of it comes out of like loving and protecting you mm-hmm. from maybe possible failure. But I also think like you, you don't know what will happen. Like, what if you didn't fail? And I know that's a huge thing. Like, well, what if you didn't fail? Um, but I heard us say that and I was like, yes, I like wrote that down. I need to like frame it on my wall. Um, yeah, I also loved, I wrote down um, how I think she said her baby was six months old when she started mm-hmm. working. First of all, I love that, that her son came with her to work. It didn't, she knew, like, she tried being a stay-at-home mom, but knew, like, that just wasn't the right fit for them. And so mm-hmm. she found out, like, how to bring her son along with that. Mm-hmm. And I love that because my oldest, when he was six months old, I was in college. And so I like that, that, like, there's just no right one, one mm-hmm. right situation. And right. having children doesn't have to stop you from mm-hmm. following like the path for your life either. And I, so like I kept going to school and you just, you just find ways to make that work for your family and, and no mm-hmm. judgment on any other way to do it because there are other um, moms that feel drawn to like, they want to be home and, involved just at home and that's very Mm -hmm. valid too there are women that like don't feel called to parenting children in their home at all and like that's valid too I just love all the ways and it doesn't like certain paths don't need to stop you from doing other things you just find new ways to make it work yeah and the last thing I'll touch on that she said and I can guarantee that this is actually how she lives was she said I'm on this planet to serve and that like Nicole opened up one of the reasons the bar was so popular is because she would open it up to community businesses all the time. Like I remember when Wildflower first opened, I did not know her at all. Um, but she reached out to us and was like, Hey, if y'all need anything, if you have to, before your brick and mortar is open, if you need to meet for meetings or whatever, like she was like, come to my space. Um, she does a lot of, um, make and takes as far as like hosting, um, Carrie and me and, and this other boutique that's in town that, um, doesn't have a location. Like she just was always so like, what can I do to help the people around me, help the businesses around me? And she's still like that, even with the gym. Um, and that has brought such an immense, like bond of community and also pushed for like community over competition because there's, 
she's just like, whoever wants to can. And like, that's how a lot of us met each other was Mm -hmm. through Nicole. So I think that's a really cool um, life slogan, Mm -hmm. I guess you would call it. So Um, anyways, we're glad she came on and talked about something we had never talked about before, buying over an art, a pre-existing business, which I put down when she was talking about the logistics of taking over. Obviously, we didn't ask her financial logistics. I'm sure that's its own you know, changes with whoever you're buying it from. But she did say that her first steps were rebranding and remodeling the space. So if that's something you're interested in, it sounds like those are some big logistic pieces. Um, But yeah, and I just loved listening to her story and how um, she just focuses so much, like so much on herself, which sounds selfish, but it's not. She focuses so much on herself that it allows her to then pour into her business and her community around her. And I think that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's why we should never do small business life alone. Yep, we're better, we're better together. together. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at, at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.